Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. What's up, guys? Welcome to the ProTaper Kickstart Podcast. I'm Chase Curtis, joined with Alex Ray in studio and Michael Antonovich on the phone. Our head honcho and our yellow dad is on vacation in Whistler, living his best life right now. I forgot to the give fearless him fearless leader. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to give him his uh, his elbow sleeve the other day. Oh, I know, God. yeah. So I'm sure he's got tennis elbow out there. He's pissed off at me. He's you like, know, no matter what, just bring me that thing before I get to Whistler. Totally forgot. It's at the house. So the last thing he said to me, uh, I think Thursday was, "If I die out there, I love you." As he's getting in his van, do not resuscitate. That's like yeah. his main words. Yeah. Like that's the words he lives by. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So, boys, Millville. He, Millville. He told me to finish Kickstart. <laughs> <laughs> Just finish Kickstart. That's that's tough love. Kickstart. Tough love. Yeah, wow. it's tough love. I I deserve it right now. Yeah, and then and then he uh he pawns the like the Swap Moto show, Swap Moto Live show yeah, on me. Yeah. Like yeah, if that's anyone, a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Oh, you're pressure. hosting this week? Yeah, yes. yeah. We're just yeah. going to do oh, rotating yeah. guests, I guess, from now on. Oh, my gosh. Who are, who are you getting, A-Ray? Uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> I think we're going to – oh, I think Varese. And then, um, I don't know. I Is your roommate coming? I don't know. You don't I, seem to I need to ask it. him. I know. I need to ask him. Okay. I, well, I asked him, I think, a little bit yesterday. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. No, I think that'd be fun. He's like, I'll just be roasting you the whole time because you've just been hanging out with your chick and doing all that weird shit all the time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Any recommendations, Anton? Uh, the Kenny Bell one would be good. I, I've been wanting to hear from Kenny because I remember Kenny doing backflips at the Geneva Supercross and then going yeah. outside where it was like five degrees and then smoking a heater. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, smoking Kenny, darts, Kenny Bell, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was – can he be good? Uh, I gotta think who else is out there right now. Yeah, that's the thing. And then we're trying to shoot. We're aiming for a Tuesday morning I'm uh, shoot time, and everyone's riding Paula before yeah. it gets a zillion degrees. Yeah. yeah, there's some people out here. You know, like the whole PC teams out here. Um, AEO uh, guys. AEO guys. Uh, Volans out here. So I shot him a text this morning. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. You yeah. think they're like, why is A-Ray Sabachi, asking yeah. me to be on the Swap More Live show? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, Don, Don won't even text him for me. He's just like, he's full mountain bike mode right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm having to do it all. I got a little bit of help from Chase. No, I don't got no numbers, though. Oh, well, yeah. I don't either. <laughs> I didn't have either one of their numbers. So Swap had a, Swap just texted me their numbers. So, But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be different for me, I yeah. guess. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Worst it's case. a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I just... What do, you, what do you do? You just wing it and just ask them stuff that just comes to mind, or do you have questions uh, ahead I mean, of time? There's some stuff, like, once you get your guys down and you know, like, okay, I got this dude and this dude, you'll start thinking of, like, things you want to ask them, but then also your relationships with them and, like, how much you know them or what you guys have, like, friendships or whatever, that stuff starts coming out as they start answering, and then that makes it way more fun. Like, yeah. it's not Oprah. I mean, honestly, it's bullshitting with, like, dudes that you spend 29 weeks out of the year with anyway yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah okay. yeah so it's a lot of fun I, it, you'll enjoy it like um and hey there's endless time on the memory card you just you know right yeah chase will just chase will just give you your cues it's all good yeah, yeah that's why i told him like even if we run out of questions or something 
that's what editing's for. We just stop, regroup. Yeah. Not too bad. As long as you nail the intro and the outro, that's all you got to do. Oh, Other than that, that's it's it. conversation. Oh, nice. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways. Millville. Dude, some actual good racing. Dude, oh the 250 gosh. class was insane. I this mean, all of it was insane. Yeah, but. This year we've had some very close racing up towards the front. Like yeah. one and two, both both classes, I think. And then even in the 250 class, there was a spot where there was a time, I forgot whether it was the first or second moto, but there was like six guys in one corner. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. But uh, Eli Tomac, dude, goes 1-1. One, one. Dude. I didn't think it was going to happen that first moto. No. I thought that Chase was going to run away with it, but he had one of those slip-ups again that he mm. says that he's been working on. Um, I don't know. It's It seemed like a small mistake, but, I mean, it was – I mean, you know was he was riding as yeah. – like, he was riding on his limit, right? Yeah. So – kind of what you expect do you think that got into eli's head a little bit that like he can run eli's pace maybe and he's like straight up past him i mean but that said eli looked like a different guy that sakamoto like he was balls to the wall yeah he looked like a, a different guy but at the same time chase was there the whole right. moto even all the way down to the last lap i yeah. mean he didn't let him go i mean he latched on and he stayed there yeah so. anton what was it like uh on the podium after that second moto were they like high-fiving each other or anything after the race uh, not a lot of high-fiving, but uh, I was also looking for something on the other side of the track because I high-five Shane Schaefer, the guy that builds the track for Millville. Yep. And uh, when we high-fived, my wedding ring shattered in two on oh, my hand. no. So I was trying to find my half of the wedding ring over by the hill, and I never found the other half of it. So I didn't get like to the podium right, right, right away like I usually do for once, but then... Those guys are really cool, and it's been a big mutual respect thing. I've asked Chase and Eli both about it all year. Uh, I was thinking, yeah, after the second moto, like, the move that Eli made next to the mechanics area, that's the first time that it's been, like, that close. And they're both cool with it, so I don't think that either guy thinks that it's a bad thing. It's just uh, we're going to see that stuff ratchet up, up, and up from here out. Right. Like, on the broadcast, you know, they have the camera behind the podium and everything when the guys come in. Mm Mm-hmm. It looked like Eli was like kind of smoked yeah. after that second moto. Yeah. It's like he was riding his heart out. To me, uh, him in the first moto, he got out front really quick, and I don't think that he had the intensity. I think that he was like, okay, I'm in first. Like, you know, maybe I'll just like hit my marks and everything, and I'll ride consistent. But Chase was sort of Chase sort of had that coming through the pack intensity mm-hmm. to where like he had to start, and then I don't know. Whenever you don't start first, I feel like you have to come through the pack you have a little bit more of that intensity that fire you know like to make passes and and do all these crazy things so i think that's what eli had in the second moto because dude he was like a bat out of hell yeah but first moto i think it took him a bit to get going and you know he even said in the post race talking to anton that you know he was just pissed like Mm -hmm. i mean he he couldn't really find his flow that much in the first moto yeah props to him though i mean he was running the scoop the mx14 and they kind of talked about it a lot on the broadcast especially that first moto like oh was it the right decision right decision kept it for second moto and dude that thing looked good i mean i i got to ride on it two weeks ago at Glen helen and i mean i'm not saying i'm anywhere near eli's speed right but that thing still hooked up at the end of the day when Glen helen was hard packed so yeah you got to think he spends a lot of time on that tire during the week too from what i hear so have you experienced that where you're just like so used to a certain setup during the week you don't want to touch it during the race day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. If it, I mean, most of the time it's like, I mean, shoot, half the time you feel even more comfortable on your practice bike. It might be like a 
ragged out piece of crap, but you feel more comfortable on you it. Spend more time on it. What you spend more time yeah. on, yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. Like, it's it's crazy to me. They must they must have done a lot of development with that new tire because, you know, like when you run a scoop tire, obviously like the straight line traction is amazing, right? right? But like sometimes on the hard pack stuff, it feels a bit unforgiving. Like you you don't trust it as much. So they mm-hmm. must have got some real lean angle on the on those sidewalls of that of that scoop tire. Yeah, Anton, they said the track was a little more hard packed this year too. Yeah, you know, and we've kind of seen that all year. It's not anything that like MX Sports is or isn't doing, but it's just dry. Like it's yeah. just been dry weather where we've been going to. Southwick was dry, which made it a little bit softer and more powdery um, of sand, but still that hard base. And then Millville, dude, there was like two inches of rain. I want to say they got on Friday morning. Like oh, wow. my flight wow. up, my flight up to Minneapolis got diverted around Iowa to catch the back end of the storm and when i pulled into the parking lot it was just soaked it was all waterlogged the whole drive down to the track was pretty muddy so you know by the end of the day though on friday for amateur day track was bitching it was perfectly perfectly set up and they did the work they needed to do for the next day and so you know not knowing that they had talked that much on tv about like eli on the tire um me and mathis had been talking about it you know i walked down to the to the starting line for 450 moto one and he stopped me from the spotters tower in the first turn and he's like hey go see who's on a scoop tire and who isn't Mm. and i had walked down there because i had already noticed in in time qualifying that more guys were already away from it and ey yeah stayed on it all day and then at the end of the day like you said chase he explained that yeah that's the tire he rides with all the time in his house which is kind of similar to millville and the fact that it's got you know the soft stuff up top but on the hills at cortez it's still pretty firm Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's been running that tire for a couple weeks now. He said ever since Redbud, so he knows exactly what it's going to do. Like that's the same bike from week to week to week right now for sure. Wow. Yeah. Anderson. Yeah. Anderson, like no no crazy mistakes or anything. I mean, I feel like he kind of disrupted the Millville fans a little bit passing Dungey yeah. in that first moto. I mean, Dungey was up there. He got a good start. He's just. I feel like Dungey is just that tick off i know just a little bit if he had a little bit more yeah he'd be on the podium i gotta be honest i was thinking he would get a podium this year at least in a moto mm-hmm. and i thought if that was gonna happen it was gonna happen this race he's still got some more tracks coming up that he's i good know at. he's good i at, know he's good at washugal he's good at unadilla i'm losing hope though I'm yeah losing hope. how many fifth places has he gotten this year god he, dude i mean he's like mr number five yeah whether yeah. it be a four six or a, you know a six seven for fifth or, or anything, it's like fifth overall most of the time. Yep, fourth or fifth overall, like in that in that area right there. I mean, he's coming so close, but I mean, dude, he's he's, he's having fun. I even yeah. seen you know Jason Wygant's Instagram story after uh, after the second moto. It was almost dark out, and he's out there still taking pictures with fans, really signing autographs, everything. Anton, he's still like coming to the media corral and everything, being cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, him and AP had, uh, got driven over by Steph from KTM on Saturday, and he was hanging out. And then him, his wife, and his little girl walked away from that, and his kid on his shoulders and stuff. It's cool to see Ryan have that. You know, Lindsey and everybody haven't been coming to the races. Ryan's been pretty much doing this on his own, right. him and Troy, together his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to see Ryan, like, have that and then just be chilling was cool. He didn't uh, He didn't seem to try to get too caught up in, like, the, oh, yeah, Millville home race like anything like that like i'm gonna come kill it he was just 
kind of pumped that he got to go home and sleep in his own bed, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, and no travel and everything, because he's never gotten to do that for Millville before. It's always still been a flight out. Right. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, Chase. Like, I had thought by now that Ryan would have been like a moto win or something like right up in it. And I thought like, again, yeah, it's probably going to happen at Millville just because he's ridden there so much and like that home race feel. But do the level that chase and Eli are on right now, yeah. it's, it's going to be a lot. And like, this is no disrespect to Ryan at all, but like, it's just not there. He's just not pushing that pace. Mm-hmm. Like it's at a whole other level that, that, I don't know that he would want to run it for 60 minutes that hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking shit or anything. I mean, what he's doing is yeah, incredible. No, no. Right? It's but, incredible. Yeah. It, like my brother was the one that had to put it into perspective for me because like I see Dunge. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it's Ryan. Like the man went and retired and did concrete for fun with his dad. Like when he was retired life. Mm-hmm. So like I expected him to come back and be really, really good. But Kyle had to tell me, he's like, yeah, dude, no one leaves for that long and then comes back and is doing what he's doing. That's pretty remarkable. So, yeah, I, I to see Ryan where he is right now and then to say even that he's excited to maybe think about racing more in 23, wow. it's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm pumped to see what, what happens with this. Because even if he's just a top three, top five guy, it's better with him there. It's yeah. another guy to watch, top three, top five dudes, another dude to, to see, and it's uh, – a huge presence in the sport that gives it a lot more attention because people know Dunge, you know, mm-hmm. he's an SB winner. Yeah. 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 It's funny. I, I was talking to a friend over the weekend who like, he's not really into the sport. He doesn't watch every race or anything. And he clicked on a, I think it was red bud and him and his dad were watching. They're like, Dungey. They're like, Oh crap. This must be like a 2016 race. They <laughs> just put on and they're like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even know he was racing. So it's freaking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Justin Barsha finishing up right behind him. Was it sixth? I think. I think so. Yeah. Sixth place. They said on the broadcast that he went back to his original setting from last year. Yeah. I was a little confused yeah. by that because I thought they had made big improvements two weeks ago. I thought Will said something about that. So mm. I wonder if they just. But then again, that. he did win uh, last year on that. Oh, bike that's at true. Track. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see where that would kind of start coming around. Do you, think, but, um, do you think moving forward he sticks with that setup or makes any changes to it? Or, like, what do you what do you think? I mean, yeah, he got sixth, but, I mean, it hasn't really been that good of a year for Barsha. No. I mean, he was on the podium at Redbud, but it's like he's on the podium every year at Redbud, it seems like. Right. right. But Yeah. Right. I, I don't uh, – I don't know. I see where they could kind of get lost with that bike really easily. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, I know people would be like, what are you talking about? You know, it's the same bike as every year. But they have all of the resources, not only from like within Gas Gas and what Justin has developed for the last few years, but then he could take any kind of like setting from Dungey or, you know, whoever has ridden that chassis, Cooper, Marvin, AP, whoever, and then uh, not AP on that chassis, but then uh, the Husky guys and then even Europe. So they have all this information that they can kind of pick and choose around on. And he said that they have. And it'd be pretty easy to just get overwhelmed and off of it. So to go back to what you know works. Is probably good because I I think he had said in an interview that they had even done something that Cairoli had raced on that old style bike a couple years ago and it's like wow dude that is a lot of that's completely other setup yeah, yeah. you know that's nuts to have access to that sometimes having too many options is is worse than having a few you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly. dude because even Mosman said the same thing that they went away they yep. started trying other stuff and then it wasn't working so now he's come back around to what he knows you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to get lost in this. We see a lot of guys have that happen. So Barsha's riding back at home. He's back at Bamland. 
Um, yeah. Pierce is still out here. Is Moseman at Baker's? No, Moseman I don't know. wouldn't be at Baker's because Will would be training him. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe but Moseman's Michael, at Bamland. Bamland? Maybe. Okay. Michael does still – I don't know if he still has that house down in Florida, though. Mm, okay. Because mm, he did right. like it a lot down there. Right. Yeah. Jeez, dude. Hmm. I mean, just so-so day for AP. I mean, he, he's he got the speed. He's just got to start up there, right? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. He, I think he, I think Anton in the post-race, you said, he said that he was like 30th or something. Coming around yeah, I mean, turn. his uh, yeah his qualifying was much, much better this time around. Uh, but, yeah, just not a good start in the first one, so he had to come through. And then second one was good because then he was up in it, like up in the mix. Um, but again, I think I, we've been talking about it all year, but to still be talking about it at this point in the year and then hear about even guys from the MXGP scene, a lot of development still happening on that bike. I think that a guys lot are still of, not like a lot of issues, a hundred percent sure to think like this is it, you know, yeah. there's still like, I think everybody's even kind of viewing 2022 as a mulligan year. Like yep. all the riders are, you know, yeah. like, Hey, go get good results when you can, but this is what we got for this season. Yeah. I mean that's, I mean that's the price you pay with the new bike half the time. You know, like it's not always like, oh, dude, like this is a brand new bike. It's gonna be sick. Like, you know, it just it looks all cool and everything. But you know, they can always always go backwards on that stuff. Yeah. Um, I've heard it. I don't know. I mean, you guys liked it. You know, with the test. Yeah, but- yeah. It sounds like, I mean, us media guys. I hate to say it, but us slower guys, right? Mm-hmm. We all love the new chassis, right? But yeah. even when you talk to Kiefer, who's a little faster than the normal tester guy, I mean, he found his issues with it. He's fixed them. Yeah. But a lot of the problems, too, they're dealing with is there's just it's just so hard to get parts for them, right? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So KTM's having a hard time, I think. I mean, they're finding settings maybe they like, but maybe they can't use them just because it's hard to get that, that setting or whatever that part is in bulk, you know? Mm, got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Volan even said that the suspension stuff that he was trying this week is stuff that Dungey then tried and used on his bike. Yeah. So they're doing a lot, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're doing a lot to try everything because yeah, Volan and Dungey are about the same build, but that's pretty much where like the height, but that's pretty much where it stops because Dungey is so stocky and rides a four fifty. Like how, how much would that translate over? You think? Yeah. yeah. I'm su- I'm surprised Volan came out in that and said that, Hey, like, you know, when we're in Florida, we don't really have a way to test suspension right. or like go internally and do that. You know, you know, they pretty much said like, "Hey, we're we're just dealing with clickers in Florida," mm-hmm. which is crazy to me because you know you think a factory team like that's the thing. You go to Florida, you have like that whole facility over there. I, Especially with like, the amount of, that of money, money that, all yeah. of that money. Why can't you just ship some shims yeah. and suspension stuff there and fly a guy out? And yeah. just have like some oil and a sink, and you know, do some testing. I'm sure that, that they do. I'm sure that they do. But how often can they really do that? That's yeah, why they yeah. gotta like pick and choose around Daytona. Like, hey, Daytona, we're gonna do some stuff, but we're also gonna do some outdoor testing here now too. Yeah, when I guess everybody's you could say around that, there. Yeah. yeah, I think they just have to be kind of precise about that because, you know, again, if you do send somebody out there, how lost could you start getting guys too by trying something new every single day? Yeah, yeah totally. The bike is better. Like, it definitely looks better on the softer East Coast tracks. Definitely looks better. It looks like every guy's happier, you know. So that's positive. But I think this weekend going to Washougal where it's going to be dry and slick is going to be a big 
test again. Hey, we're going all the way the other way now. How good is yeah. the bike now? And it, I mean, dude, it'd be interesting to see if, obviously, there's a new generation Yamaha and Cowie coming out in the next year or two, and had those bikes all came out at the same time, everyone would be struggling with the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, KTM's going up against Star, who's pretty much perfected that Yamaha chassis that they've been working at for years, Yamaha has, right? And Cowie, same deal, they got tickled. They've, I mean, that bike looks amazing. Sexton's got a shock he likes and seems to have fixed the, the things he didn't like about that chassis. So they're dealing with, there's no perfect bike, right? But yeah. they're dealing with people who have are really in love with their chassis and their yeah. bike right now. Yeah, it's making it tough on them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Mm. Hey, uh, Anton, did you talk to Benny Bloss at all after the race? Did, did he, he get eighth? He got eighth, dude. Oh, my God. Hey, Benny so, was hauling. Hey, so has he ever strung this many motos together? Like this many good <laughs> motos? Has he ever done that? I don't that? think so. I don't think I don't so either. Think so. How far away is he in Missouri um, from you? He's the other side. Oh, so is he's he? He's over oh. towards Kansas. Yeah. Oh, so, gotcha. like uh, – it's like four hours, but you know, it's, it's funny though, because now that I'm older, that's not that far. But when I was a kid, we never went over there, but then Benny like knows everybody in the Missouri state series, you know, from yeah. all that stuff. They, his family owned a track there for a bit that they sold, you know, he said all that a couple of weeks ago on the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Benny's got a pretty good little spot. He's making like Grain Valley, Missouri and all that pretty good. Him and Kevin Moran's riding yeah. together. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that track that they've been posting about, I even see Davey. He's been there, like, throughout the week a few times, and it looks fun. Yeah. It looks like a, yeah, you might like, need to drive up there, right? Dude, I mean, I I might be on my way there here in a few weeks, so so we'll see. I plan on maybe coming to Loretta's for a couple of days. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. Coaching or? I don't know yet. I would like to – I might like to do some coaching or something yeah. there. I don't know. I need to put something up on my Instagram, um, mm -hmm. you know, saying that I'll be in Tennessee. I need to start doing that more. Um I think that would be good, but but yeah, we might be going to Loretta's watch some amateur racing wow. for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Props to Benny though, because I saw dude. The results changed a couple of times after the race, okay. and there was no lifetime. There was no lifetime. Can, no we, lifetime, can we talk about which that? Which was such a pain in the ass to type the race report because I only could see what was going on on the TV. You know, well, and it was changing. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. Like even after the race, like last night, I'm trying to look and see what I got for Pulp Fantasy. Yeah, and okay. like the results kept changing, like. They had Dungy, they had Dungy or or no Christian Craig like fifth the first yep. moto like what? And then dude did, it, so either they jacked up with qualifying results or they took Joe Shimoda's fast lap away. No, I, Joe kept losing fast laps all day. He kept losing them. Yeah, he lost fast laps in both sessions. Okay, yeah, because they they put Thrasher third. And I noticed Thrasher's time was slower than what Joe's time was in the second qualifier, so I don't know what happened there. But Yeah, huh. uh, there was a couple in the first practice. There was a, a handful of wheels on the ground flag violations, and then there was a second session. Yeah, I don't know why, but Joe got knocked in both motos, wow. which is unfortunate, too, because he was right there. Like He yeah. was showing really good pace. Even his not-good lap was still a very good lap comparatively towards everybody else's. Yeah, he was right. He was right with Hunter's time. I'm pretty sure in qualifying. So, hmm. wow, that was weird. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come that on. That track like, is like a black hole. Well, that's <laughs> like that track's a black hole. Like it's a technology. You as soon as you get off the road there on that little highway, your phone service is done for the day. Um, and there's been so many times that like we don't have Wi-Fi in the media center. And I want to say that there have been live timing issues there before too. Yeah, I think so. But uh, 
yeah, it's just, it's so wild because even as I did, how was your weekend with guys, they were coming over and they're like, yeah, I don't know what I got. I can just tell you like how I rode. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's fine. Like as soon as I get ready to put the video together, hopefully the AMA results are posted. But yeah, it was, that was a tough one. That was yeah. a tough one for sure. Like Hartraft was telling me, he's like, dude, I don't know what I got. I think I got like 11th overall or 10th or 11th overall. And then it came back and he was like, he went 13, 13, I think for 11th. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, he was pissed. He's like, oh, dude. but you know because he really wanted to get that top 10 but man i don't know there there was a couple times even like um as i was was watching the first 450 moto because you know ken goes down and i didn't know where he had come back from and and all this stuff i was like okay did kenny come back to like eighth because this is the people that he was amongst or is he in like 16th i had no idea even as all that was going on you know and the other thing about Spring Creek is if you go back by the rollers, you can't see the whole other side of the track. But mm-hmm. then if you go into the valley where 90% of the track is, you don't see what happens on the rollers. So one way or the other, you're not seeing everything everywhere. Yeah. My, my, my thing about it is it's – what year is it? 2022. We've yeah. been using those same damn transponders <laughs> since I turned pro in 2011. The same ones. I don't even think they've gotten well, even new – I don't even think they got new ones. The the thing about those two that someone pretty high level was bragging to me about a couple weeks ago, those are the same ones that they use in NASCAR and oh, wow. how expensive huh. they are and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, well, we got to get a fucking internet router to match them. I think that could <laughs> right? be the problem. Because, yeah. no, dude, I really do think, like, sometimes the Wi-Fi stuff is, is the big deal because we're putting such a load on all of that so far away. Like, the media center, center stuff doesn't have stuff. Dude, there's team trucks that don't get internet service sometimes that they yeah. pay for. Like, that's a lot of data, and especially now as like media people are trying to do things, teams are trying to run their own social media. It's a big cellular Wi-Fi load out in the middle of nowhere, and that's when it rears its head is like these AMA issues. Yeah. Honestly, I was at the beach on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I wasn't really watching the race because I was just gonna wait till afterwards, but I wanted to see what sort of results were, and like there was no Instagram post or anything like at no. the podium or, or anything. I was like, okay, well, mo- nobody must have any service. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's like a black hole there. But mm. yeah, I would think that might be the only real downside of it having like a donations in the future. Yeah, um, is that because everything else is like top notch? Like they have so much room to camp there. That is by far one of the nicest tracks on the schedule, and to see like all that the Martins do. You know, Jeremy had been out there with his dad and all of, you know, his dad's 60-year-old friends weed-whacking for these last few weeks. <laughs> but then when you pull into the track, dude, there are campers as far as you can see. Oh because gosh, so, many so many people so many people stay there and race on Friday, and then they race on Sunday. And yeah. then there's another track around the corner, literally, Meadow Valley, that more people are camping and riding at. So that's a really, really good one. Uh, I would one love to see you get tracks. a donations. Dude, it's sick. I would yeah. love to see it get the donations if it could get Wi-Fi or cell service or something. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think we will see that here maybe in the future because, I mean, there have been tracks in the past that have been that way, and they've gotten cellular towers and everything taken care of like that. So. There's no service anywhere out there in that part of oh, okay. Minnesota. Like in all of those hills and around all those farms, my, my phone didn't, like, come back on until I almost got to Rochester pretty much. Oh, wow. Hey, did J-Mart race Amateur Day or something? 
No, he rode FXR has their track up near there. Uh, oh, they have okay. an office and, and everything in Minnesota. So the club rig drove up there this week and then they took Jeremy's bikes for him to ride for the first time. Wow. Huh. And then he's thinking about racing a couple at the end of the year, I guess. Yeah. Dude, how does that yeah, work t- with the star contract? Did they uh, just he asked, out of this, he asked him out. to yeah. to release oh, him. Wow. Okay. Like, do you yeah. think that there's bad blood there? Because that's like that's twice that he's he's left. You know, we talked about it on Friday, and I have an interview coming up with him uh, later in the week. But he just said, you know, uh, the path for me to get a 450, like it's not there now, and and there's no point in, in staying here and waiting anymore. Like it's not going to happen. So I need to go figure out what I'm going to do. And he said the biggest thing that he did was he went to Bobby man to man just him and talked about it. He had no one else go have the conversation with him. It was just him and Bobby to explain where they were at. And then they went the way that they went. Hmm. I guess that's so. Yeah. He said it wasn't, he said it wasn't any kind of bad thing. You know, they've been together for so much and he knew how important riding that bike was to try to reestablish this part of his career. And it just didn't go the way that it needed to go right now. Um, But he said, seeing Alex ride at club MX and then just hearing good things about it and what they're, willing to do together is really what pulled him to go over there. Uh, him and Brandon Haas together, both Minnesota guys that have a long history. So that'll be interesting to see them yeah. get together later on. He did say that he doesn't plan to do world supercross. I know there was like some rumblings of that after he got signed. And then after the, the team. team announced their yeah. deal last week, but he's like, yeah, unless something changes, I don't think I am. He's just going to try to get ready for 250 West coast supercross. Okay. It's hmm. good to know. Yeah. Hmm. All right, any more 250 stuff, or should we take a commercial break? I mean, uh, we kind of hopped around, I think, all over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah let's, just, let's just do a commercial break That's now and then come back do. with the 250s. Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll talk more 450 stuff. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll be back, guys, after these commercial breaks. Race Deck is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years' experience personalizing your suspension setups. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now, next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. 
What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Alright guys, welcome back to the Pro Taper Kickstart Podcast. I feel like we're doing okay. We're doing alright, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 different. Yeah. it's different without without Don right it here. Is, you know? It is a little but weird. We have him, I guess, right here. Yes, he's he's right behind us. <laughs> he's with us in spirit. <laughs> I can't even see where you pointed, but I know where you pointed. Well, oh, we yeah. may or may not have a green screen up that yeah. may or may not have some footage of our our good yellow dad rolling through Man. this podcast. Yeah. So. He's not going to like this a lot. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. He's but, not. Hey, I bet he doesn't you, even watch it. I am telling you, he is the sketchy ambassador for <laughs> AlexRay.co. Like, dude. It's like, oh, he's like the spokesperson for yeah. sketchy. Yeah, the, Anton, listen to this. The guy won't even ride moto with me next week because he's he's preparing for his week in Whistler, right? Doesn't want to chance anything. Oh, my God. Goes and mountain bikes on Thursday morning and eats eats shit and, like, hurts his ribs. Is that when he that. hit the hole? No. No, this was another time. This, he, this is a different day. This was, what, Thursday? It was Thursday morning Thursday right morning. before we did the shoot. He's like, yeah. dude, I think I broke a rib. <laughs> dude, I'm like, it's just like. <sighs> He's like, yeah, dude, like we weren't even going fast, and it just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, great, man. But anyways. Back to Millville. Yeah, 250s. Okay, I messed up, yeah. We were talking more 450s, right? When you yeah, we were talking 450s. 250s. Yeah, we, yes. we're, we were hopping around a little bit. Yes. Hey, put, it's freestyle. Freestyle. Hey, no, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting her going. But uh, <laughs> my, who was y'all's biggest surprise of the day? I think I think Max Volan's first moto totally. for me was amazing. It sucks. Because I knew that Shimoda was coming. I like I seen it coming. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, like here it comes. The last lap, like I mean, he almost made it to the finish line. But yeah. For sure, Max Volan was the surprise of the day. Yes. I agree with that 100. Yeah. percent yeah. 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 No, I that mean, was he was good. riding good, and he kept the pace the whole time. Like every time they panned the camera to him, he was wide clawed. Like yep. I mean, he was jumping into the berms. He rides really good there. Yeah. You know, I mean, his bike skills and everything. You know, coming from I don't know. I don't know whether it's from the way he was raised, what his dad did with him, like you know, they time overseas, time overseas, yeah. you know, like sand washes in Northern California, like all of that type of stuff. Riding those like electric um, 
I don't know what was the it? E free ride yeah. free ride E's the free ride KTMs, E's or yeah. whatever it was like he you name it he rides it he even goes to the uh, the pump track here in Temecula when he's in California yeah all the time shreds and, it and it shows whenever he's riding the dirt bike too mm-hmm. so uh, yeah very very impressive by him this weekend I think that was the uh, the ride of the day for yeah me. props to him that's kind of where that's honestly where I expected him to be closer to this entire uh, series but I think they're obviously struggling with the bike a little bit and. Anton, he was actually like running Dungey's stuff. You said, right? Dungey was the... running his shop. Yeah, Dungey was running his stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. He had uh, he had come up with something, and then they let Dunge try it, and Dunge was like, "Yeah, that's pretty good." Hmm. So they uh, linked up on that, which again, pretty surprising. Yeah, no, it's really those surprising. Guys, really surprised. I mean, it's a completely different. Think about how big a two fifty compared to a four fifty is, and just how right. differently they ride. But. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Max was really cool about talking about testing. Like we said earlier, A-Ray, just going back and forth on the clickers. But to just to try, hey, I'm going to learn what's three out, what's five out, what's this feel like. Dudes need to know that rather than just sticking to just one thing so they don't get lost in testing later on, not well, sure of what happens. Well, and you know that's very, very rare for, for being like a kid like him, like yeah. super young. That young. Yeah, yeah. yeah, super young, right? Like most of them, they're like, hey, here's the setting, and they just ride it and do whatever with it. I think yep. – I think you're seeing, honestly, a little bit of that with Justin Cooper yeah. this year because the past few years he's even said he's like, yeah, like I just had a setting and I just rode with it and sort of dealt with, you know, the the settings, mm-hmm. you know, that he had had. And then now this year, I think he's trying to modify that and make more changes. I think honestly, he's going a bit backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying to learn the bike a little bit. I don't know if he's going the right way with it. Do you um, think he's trying to maybe? work more on the comfort factor with his foot maybe or maybe a little bit of that um but this weekend it just didn't look like he was comfortable at all no like you know in years past it looked like his his forks are a bit stiffer his shock is a little bit lower i feel like he's trying to find a little bit more balance in the bike mm-hmm. to me it looks like the I, I don't know his his ride height of the shock or something was a bit higher and it didn't look like it was planted to the ground as much as it has been in years past okay. that that that's just what i've seen i mean i'm no suspension tech or anything like that i've just i just go by what i see yeah i could be completely wrong but like watching Dude. him ride it just didn't look like he was connected to the ground as well as he has in years past how about when that front end just kind of started dancing a little bit through the first turn yes. oh yes. whoa I, I watched that through the viewfinder and i was like whoa <laughs> and then he wrote it out and yeah. then it was still in it i was like that's pretty badass yeah. yeah the second his his right leg came off too i was like oh no oh no yeah and i Oof. think and I, and I think volan like a lot of that like learning is coming from like his dad yep you know like his dad sort of like hey like what are you feeling here maybe asking him the right questions or you know just growing up around that group and writing so much different stuff and feeling so many different things i feel like you know it's, it was really good mm-hmm. that's that's super rare to see you said you liked his kit too i did like his kit there was a lot of good kits out there this yeah. weekend fox did good this fox weekend. did do good yep. yeah dungy's kit was rad yeah so that was like a he got hurt when he was supposed to wear that and so he never got to wear it and he had voiced that to the fox people and then they Okay, yeah. Speaking about Fox, we did not talk at all about Roxon in the 450 class. Do, oh my do, God. We, do we need to do we need to circle back and talk about that, or do we just need to leave it where it was and just and just move on? Because it wasn't good. Uh, I did. I, I saw his one crash on his Instagram, yes. like the first one that nobody saw in the first moto, and then I hadn't seen that one where he had 
skated out like that. Was that the second moto? Yeah. Yes. The mechanics area. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't. I haven't gotten to rewatch the race all the way yet. But uh, it looked. Yeah. To that me... was a, that was a rough day for Ken. Hey, how hot was it there? Like, I, I it was pretty hot, wasn't it? It was hot, but I mean, it it's been hotter. But it, it, like, it's typical Millville. It's in that valley in yeah. the, between the two hills, so there wasn't really a lot of airflow. And then all that rain from the day before, all that moisture kept creeping out of the ground after the cloud cover burned away. Like morning was perfect. Yeah. And then as the day went on and on, you know, I hiked up all the way to the top of Mount Martin in 450 Moto 2. And that was a hot one. Like Oof. that was a big, that was a big one. So I could only imagine how hot it was for these guys in gear and helmets, like riding around. Yeah. It had to be like 85, 86 with some humidity. Yeah. Okay. I noticed, I noticed he was sort of messing with his leg, kind of like straighten it out. I don't know if like he had like a, maybe like a knee hurting or knee, or maybe he was even a little bit depleted and started cramping. Maybe, know, cause, yeah. Because, like, he was straightening his leg out, hmm. like, a little bit, like, going through a corner. Now, I've done that. Like, my leg starts cramping whenever I bend it, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm straighten it out. Or if I straighten it out, it just stays like that. Yeah. I remember one year at Bud's Creek, I put my leg out, and the thing just locked. And it stayed <laughs> like that for, like, half a lap. <laughs> I was like, I can't bend it, dude. I don't know what to do. The thing is just sticking out. Uh-huh. But. Yeah, I don't know. It it was a tough day for him. So hopefully, hopefully we can see him rebound at Washougal. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, still still lurking for stuff on the bike too. Um, you know, which I think they're gonna just keep doing all all the rest of this summer. Um, which has been kind of the story of Ken's year on all of that. They've just not yeah. found what he wants on that bike at all. No. Jeez. Uh, Jet, I mean, Jet going one one. I mean. Him and Hunter, the first moto, were, what was it, 20, 30 seconds ahead of third place? Yep. Yeah, I think they were pretty close to 30 seconds ahead of third. I mean, they're they're the two best guys in the class. Yeah. Hands yeah. down, right? you got to like, feel for Hunter, though, a little bit, because especially with that red flag incident, like, I didn't, he, he I didn't was there. I didn't see what the red flag incident was. Uh, Thomas Welch, I believe, went down in the sand rollers, and I think he was KO'd on the first lap. Oh, yeah. But then also, dude, that first lap of – the initial start for that second moto was pure chaos because Thrasher, like, lost balance, went into Shimoda, and they went down, and then Styles went down, Swole went down in that same incident. Styles, I think, legs, I don't, I heard, I heard ankle. I don't know if it's broken or not. Yeah, what. he got taken off on the mule, and yeah. his boot was off, and he was holding his knee or holding oh, his ankle okay. down. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, dude, that first lap was chaos. Someone oh. else went down really hard, too, but. Yeah, so Thomas uh, Welch Jalik. was... Yes, Jalik, okay. Mm. So, okay, so where was Hunter in that he before was, the restart? He was up front, right, Anton? Yeah, Hunter was, yeah. was way up front. Like he uh, already had a second lead, the restart happened. Wow. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, I just thought that in the second moto, he would come through the pack a little bit better than he did. Yeah. Like, you see Joe... I don't know if he exerted so much energy in the first moto, because this is one of the questions... You know, on the on my Instagram was like right. Jet passing Hunter that first moto. If it was like asking if it was like strength or mental. Uh, I mean, I honestly I think that it was a lot to do with the lappers because he got screwed first moto in the lappers, yeah. right? Yeah. But I feel like them two exerted a lot of energy in that first moto, mm-hmm. like a lot, because they were going for it the whole thirty minutes. Yeah. So for me, I feel like he might have been a little bit depleted that second moto hunter um so he couldn't really come through the pack as well but uh but yeah man it was it was a bummer to not see him you know get back up to the front yeah i think that that hurt him points wise as well yeah what is it 27 now i think what is the points gap between him and joe 
27, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so it's still a pretty good... Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he's yeah. good. Okay. He's good on right, Joe. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Uh, Shimoda, again, dude. Dude, he's ripping, <laughs> though. He looks like he's... He like, I've never questioned his fitness, really, but, start. dude, he looks so strong the last couple weekends. Like, charging to the very end, it's it's so impressive. He like, just needs to get started. His good laps are late in the race. I right. know, like, I know I've said still this steady. I yeah. know I've said this before, but, like, I mean, yeah, he's training with Nick, but... Nick's not even in SoCal right now, though. It's so crazy to me thinking, like, because I would watch Joe, and it didn't look like he had as much intensity in years past. But yes. now, like, these past, I don't know, four races, it looks like he is balls to the wall 24-7. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's has to do with Nick or if something clicked in Joe's head or if, you know, Mitch jerked a knot in his ass. I don't freaking know. Yeah. But, like, it's, I mean, it's cool to see. He's riding really well. And I think if he starts up there with Jet, he we could see something like a three-way battle with him, Hunter, and Jet, like a totally. like a full full deal. The 250 class was pretty much like exciting the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, Anton, mm-hmm. when you were watching, did you see that? Was it the first moto, like that whole battle where there was like five dudes in one corner? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that yeah, that went on that whole first moto. I want to say in the second moto there was a bunch of like bar-to-bar battles from mm-hmm. all – from all over the place and it's it's the guys that you want to start seeing that you know like next year or the year after are going to make that big step yep. yeah you know that's been good like i know that people get so bummed when it's a like a jet or a hunter runaway but dude the racing that they just show or that's happening like fifth sixth seventh is is they're going for it totally. you know and it's so cool mm-hmm. um yeah to see guys coming like four wide across that start straightaway after yeah. the finish line yeah that's and that's the best track for it because they can really open it up. It's completely different than how Southwick, where Southwick is just so cramped in that little pit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Man. Hey, I don't know if you guys could see it on the track, but they had really good use of option lanes. This yeah. yeah, they did. It they even... like the inside and outsides, and then even that uphill after the Chad jump, that where there was a the little lip, but then there was the little rolled off side too. That was right. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, they even, I think, after the first session of qualifying or something, they... The downhill, they took out kind of more of the the roller they had before the turn at the end of the downhill on the outside mm-hmm. to kind of make that faster so people could just rail the outside. Yeah. But so, then we saw, I think Sexton was like the first one I saw. He went far outside, missed the hump, and then cut to the inside rut, yeah. which seemed to be the main line. But, yeah, there was a – What about Savachi going for the outside line? Oh, God, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, Joey starts were dialed. dialed. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. He yeah. got lucky, too, that – that first one on the start straight, dude, if he did that, dabbed his knee before he hit the ground or anything, mm. that's that would have been nasty. Well, he dabbed his knee whenever he crashed in the first uh, the first moto, right? In that left hand. He dabbed his knee. Yeah, he yeah, dabbed yeah. his knee last weekend, too, when he crashed at Southwick. Dude. Has he said anything about that? Uh, that he just, like, it's nervous. It makes oh, you really, you. like, nerve-wracking, but it didn't hurt it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Speaking we- of that, um, I heard... Oh gosh! Someone said it. maybe it was Mathis. Anderson's having an operation at the end of the year. Do we know what on? What? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know, but I know that they're not. They weren't going to do the two fifty nations. Like it wasn't going to mm-hmm. happen from that side of things. Interesting is what I had been told. Yeah. So bummer for Jason not to get it. Uh, so it sounds like because Mike Pelletier from the AMA, who's one of the main guys in the decision making process, he and I were talking afterwards on uh, Saturday night. 
And he's like, yeah, Christian came off and said, where's Pelletier? Because I want to ride the 250. So it's between <laughs> him and Barsha really right now. Um, and they're both going to do some 250 riding in these next few weeks. Wow. That is <laughs> sick. sick, dude. I mean, I don't know like if if someone's listening to the Pulp MX show. Because, dude, Steve Mathis's rant. What? Oh, my gosh. It, it was Destinations last Oh, Monday. really? Oh, dude, it was so funny. Like his rants are fucking <laughs> hilarious, right? But like he's just yelling and screaming the whole time about freaking We need a change. We need a change. <laughs> but hopefully somebody hears it, you know? Yeah. I mean I think so too. I mean we've gotten our ass kicked for so many years yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, how many years did we go without losing? There was a thirteen year streak, wasn't there? Thirteen year streak and we're on what, like a eight year streak of getting of losing? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean then again, like I, 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 that's so unbelievable to think that they, that we expect that to happen again. Like when you look at how good these other countries are, like totally. I get it. We shouldn't be getting beaten that badly, but like, we got to be realistic yeah, guys. The, the people winning our championships, like, come on. the people winning our championships in the States aren't us citizens, unfortunately right yeah. now. So, yeah, I mean, we have Eli, but yeah, yeah. Mm. hopefully you they'll, know, and the, I mean, go ahead, Anton. Sorry. But like, it's been said before by people that have even raced the nations like in history in the nineties when, and the two thousands, when that like streak was going on, that's because the American writing style was the dominant writing style, mm-hmm. you know? And then now, especially for outdoors, the European writing style favors it. And then when there's so many guys that are writing the same way, how can you expect three American dudes to completely make a change in one weekend? You yeah. know? Huh? I don't know. But yeah, so yeah, Team USA stuff is wicking up. Um, coming from you know these next few weeks, like the decision will be announced at Unadilla, but it'll be made before then, probably by Loretta's. They'll know what's going to happen. Okay. But uh, yeah, it sounds like really between Christian and Justin, and it's going to be a results-based deal, I think. And and Christian's riding really, really good right now. Yeah, you got to you you got to think like we have three weeks off after Washougal, right? Three weeks? Well, I mean, two weekends. Oh so yeah, 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 three okay. weeks. Yeah. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't they both have a 250 here in California or Florida, wherever the hell they're at? Have them both meet up at a track <laughs> with pellets here, there, and all of like all of the people that you know for yeah. destinations, and do like maybe a lap time or like maybe a scrimmage, and like yeah. whoever wins, whoever has, whoever does better on the 250. I think they'd the have spot. to do a lap time though, because I, you got to think Barsha maybe takes Christian a little wide or something. Yeah. I mean, who knows? God. I got it. I uh, or they both do it. They both do a thirty-minute moto on their own, both on two fifties. Yeah, and do average lap time. Yeah, you know, at separate times or you know, separate days or one one day, one the next day or the same day, mm-hmm. or something of the sort. It'd be cool to see Christian do it, but dude, I I want to see Barsha ride a two fifty so bad again. Oh, I do too. <laughs> we need to find out where they're riding and then just take a camera there and just like yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I I thought the same thing about Barshawn at 250 the other day because he hit the finish line and then the table after that and in the air he like crouched and picked the bike up. And oh I'm like, my god! Yeah, dude. dude, if he was doing that on a 250, that would be pretty pretty rad to see. Um, so yeah, it'll be good. I don't know, man. I I really don't know what'll happen because you know everybody has like, oh yeah, Christian rode the 250 this and rode that, and that is true. And at the same time, like, you know. It's the Star 250. It's like yeah. the bike. Yeah. It's the bike in the 250 class, and that's yep. what we always want to have for Team USA. So, Christian, Christian, be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of Star, um, we'll get back to the 250 class in Millville. 
uh, is there tensions between Thrasher and Romano? That's what I, I was going to ask. Thrasher, too. Thrasher did seem pissed. Romano, like, like yeah, I but Ron, didn't Nick on Instagram say like uh, a writer and I got like he didn't even mention Nate. Yeah, I mean, who? Uh, I mean, I don't know knows? whose fault it was though. I can't tell. I mean, if you're Thrasher and you're that close to uh, Romano. I mean, he had already sawed his front wheel off going up the hill once that <laughs> lap. So you got to kind of have a little bit of track awareness. Like, he knew that he was going to scrub right there. Yeah. He should have just straight aired it because if he hadn't have cut down right there, he would have been fine. He'd yeah. just been straight, and then they wouldn't have touched. But he cut down as well, and he just cut down right into his rear wheel. Yeah. I mean, Romano did go left a little bit on the face, because, but at the same time, everyone was doing that to scrub that jump. Mm-hmm. So you got to – be a little bit of where of where your bike is whenever you're that close to someone else and how freaky is it that it looked almost identical to webb and sexton last year at millville their incident right Mm -hmm. yep did you see them talking at all after the race anton or were they already in the medic rig or something oh no uh uh was gone Mm. Long gone after the race. Uh, Nick rode over to the mechanics area and then, like, handed them the bike, but the bike was steaming. Like, it looked like the cooling system got messed up. And then he handed his mechanic the bike, and then he just laid on the ground for a minute before they rode him off. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get to see anything between them. Everybody tried to catch. Yeah, and a lot of people tried to catch flights out uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mosman hit the ground. You said Jalik hit the ground. Robertson hit the ground. Our, like, our fifth to tenth place coming to Washougal, if some of these kids aren't okay, is going to be a lot different. Well, it just – it's curious. I'm curious to see if, like, they, they have Jordan Smith come up. Because Jordan oh, Smith's he been, has riding been riding outdoors. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, it's they're, only down, Coop. they're down a couple guys. Yeah. You know, they're down. Kitchen. Kitchen broke his arm. Uh, LeBlanc's collarbone, I believe, or collarbone shoulder? and shoulder. Yeah, both both shoulders. So, um, yeah, I don't know. God, dude, poor star. They I mean, have started with Washugal, so many guys each season and just ugh. And after Washougal, you got Unadilla, where all these amateur kids are going to come up. You know, you have right. Ryder D, who's going to be there. You have uh, uh shit, that Hawkins kid. I'm telling you. Yeah. So you have a few guys coming up. So curious to see that. Hey, it looked like Talon was on the bike Varese has been racing with the Dude, I thought that suspension too. and everything. I thought that too. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one that was like looking at that and was yeah. like thinking that something was amiss there. Because he doesn't run FC stuff normally during no, the regionals. No, and his front, his front nice. end was completely different. Yeah. Hmm. I thought he did pretty solid though for first little showing. I think yeah. he got – Inside the top 20 overall. So, yeah, good for him. That kid's funny. Yeah, that he's kid's sick. really, really funny. I think that's a little – dude, I did not expect him – I figured he was two years out. But from what I heard the last couple of days, it's they're making it sound like he'll be going pro next year at the end, uh, the beginning of Super or motocross. So, yeah, I thought he was a couple more years, but I guess not. Who's that? Hawkins. Oh, wow. So – and then, uh, dude, I was pretty bummed. I thought Ryder D was going to get the 40. I dude. know how bad he wants to just go pro. Yeah. Well, I think <sighs> with with the timing and scoring, they had him more than 40 yes, at did. first. And yeah. they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's screwed. If he would have stayed there in the first bro- moto, like, he would have been, yeah. Yeah. Do you think if he had got, like, fourth or fifth in the first moto, like, fifth or sixth, I guess, do you think he would have rode the second moto or no? Yeah, I think, dude, like, talking to him the last couple 
maybe a month or so, and then talking to people in his corner, like, dude, he wants to go pro. Like, yeah, he so really he has. He wasn't holding back. Yeah, he think. has a contract next year for Team amateur caster, yes. amateur Kawasaki, but he wants a pro deal. Yes. So, and Mitch is full. Yes. So, do you see him going somewhere else, or do you see him staying? No, I down? think I think now that he didn't do the forty, I think he'll stay down another year, unfortunately, and do the amateur stuff, and then I I imagine he'll do kind of supercross during the week all next year, mm-hmm. like same program as everyone else, ride with McAdoo and all of them during the week, just not go to the races, and then we'll see him at Hangtown. Does he stay in Renan? No. He does. He stays well, full Fox? I, I think he'll stay in Renan for Loretta's, and until he makes his pro debut, yeah, I bet. Okay, so he'll go back to He'll Renan. go back to Renan, yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. I mean, that is Pete Fox's company, right? Right. Yeah, so. Yeah, and he's got a couple other little things. Like, he's got a, I think a, um, oh, it's that, that WoW brand or whatever that TLD runs. Mm-hmm. He's got that now. So, wow. he's got that branding he'll run for amateur stuff. That's cool. And a couple other side deals, I think, so. He's riding good. Yeah, he looks good. really good. Hey, good day for Mumphy, though. Tenth? Yeah, tenth overall. What was it? It, I think it was 13-10. Nice. for tenth overall. Good day for him. I mean, it's his second race back after destroying his foot at freaking Salt Lake City. Yeah. So. And he was sick last week? Yeah, he was sick last week, you know, and then coming back from that sickness, that's that's not easy either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good day for him. Yeah, I mean, the the Bar X team, they had – uh, quite a few guys there. They had almost the whole squad. Swartz, I don't think, is back yet, but no. they had Kilroy. him, Derek Drake, and Kilroy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with Derek. I need to freaking talk to him, man. He's he's struggling a little bit. I think he, I think he might be getting some blood work done. He might be have he might be having more Epstein going on. Stuff. Than, yeah, maybe something around there. Man, that's a bummer. Yeah. I can't catch a break. Man, that I saw I saw him pushing the bike back uh, at one point in the day, like through the fan area. Oh, oh. got you. That sucks. RJ, 5-4, do you see him, like, getting better towards the end of the season? I feel like the new the new generation of style is just – he's he's more like Tomac. He's plowing through stuff, but he's yeah. making so many, like, mistakes while he's doing that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you watch Jet, you watch Hunter, you watch these guys at the front, they're not making these big mistakes no. like he's making. Like they're hopping over bumps, they're hitting all the ruts like super nice. I RJ's using so much energy. He's using so much energy and I think he's coming into the corners and he's he's like hitting like the deep ends of the ruts and it's yeah. bogging him down a little bit. I don't think that in this class now like with Jet and Hunter and even Shimoda elevating it, I don't think that that riding style is going to help right very much. Like, the effort's there. Don't get me wrong. The effort's there. He never gives up. But I think that he needs to clean it up a little bit if he's going to make that jump to, like, podium podium speed. Yeah. I it's agree fun to that. watch. It is fun <laughs> to watch. Like, holy cow. Like, it keeps you he, on the edge of your seat. Yeah. When he jumped up at the top of the hill, like the first one after the uphill triple, yeah. and uh, caught that left going down the hill where it's just completely slick, and you just see the back end skating off, and you're like, yeah, dude, that's that's RJ. He's full send right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've never talked to this Christopher Prabella guy, I've that nine nine five. But yeah. dude, he had an awesome second moto. He got fourteen. Wow. He's number nine. Where is he? Is he a been, lo- local guy? He's from he's Michigan. A, he's from Michigan. Okay. But he does every he does every race. He did the full Supercross. Oh really? Uh, East Coast Swing as a two fifty guy, and then he did all of last year too. Oh sure. Uh, he wears UFO gear. I always he rides a white KTM. I always okay. See him every yes. Year. He's, 
he's he's pretty solid, yeah. Yes, okay. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's I mean I, that's freaking awesome. He always floats around that twenty to twenty two range, but like this weekend, boom, twenty fourteen. Yeah. I was like, man, that's pretty sick. So anything else, Anton? You, anything you hearing uh, like more world supercross stuff? Obviously the Club MX team and what was in the uh, Uri got firepower announced. team. Yeah, yes. Uri's team with uh, Honda Genuine, which is uh, the oils. It's like Pro Honda line oils up here. That's okay. just what they market it. It's the same stuff. The labels are the same on the bottles. Hey, so uh, so that's just Honda Australia helping sponsor that. With with Uri's team not being like um, not being announced as the firepower team, do we think the branding is going to be a little different? Like, is Dino going to be wearing O'Neill possibly? Uh, I don't know. That is a good question, but I heard that Firepower is still sponsoring that team next year. Right. Okay. No, okay. So the whole thing is like they're still going to have a Supercross team, right? Next year, and it's going to be Western Power Sports, obviously with with Firepower. Firepower so yeah. I think he'll be in flag gear next year. For no. Super. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? I mean, obviously, I think he'll finish out the year this year. I don't think he'll get to race. Will he get to race the last three or those three Supercrosses this year? Do you know on that team? I would think so. That's the plan. Yeah. yeah wow. No, that's the plan. Him. Him to be the one SX1, so 450 class guy, and then Anstey and Wilson Todd uh, as the SX2 250 guys. Yep. And, and then, then the hope Kenny. is that if Kenny resigns a Honda, then he goes there. Right. Wow. Because, yeah. and I, I I know a lot of people are like, what, what, what? It's going to be the same thing. It's the same program that Brayton rode for down in Australia the years that Factory Honda would send him parts down there and he would ride. So, similar deal. I think right now it's just about Ken re-upping his honda contract which mm -hmm. still hasn't been finalized yet yeah dude there's but about that there's like i don't see where else he would go right now there's i i don't see anywhere else he could go either no me and uh mathis had that conversation too yeah there's not so do they do they have three guys next year whenever jet if jet moves that's up? a well that's the other thing i think they're having issues with is because initially it sounded like ken wanted to just do supercross which made the jet thing perfect right mm -hmm. well now he's his voice is a and now he's a voice that he wants to do outdoors too. So wow. I think they've already kind of promised Jet, like, hey, yeah, you'll be 450 outdoors next year. So, I mean, they might have he to needs do three. To be. Yeah, yeah, he needs yeah, to be. No, he so definitely needs to be. I don't know. It's interesting for sure. Mm. Wow. So what else, Anton? Are you hearing oh, any, any Here buzzes? it is. Uh, Craig oh. Dak Racing just in uh, – hold on. Let me oh, make sure oh, this oh. is not an embargo. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Hold on. <laughs> okay, today. Here you go. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, Dak announced his team, uh, which is what we expected. Uh, Aaron Tanty and Luke Clout as the er, – Clout on the 450, Tanty okay. on the 250, Chisholm to be determined. Wow! What? That's that monster, the monster Yamaha team. The monster Yamaha team out of Australia. Yeah, wow. that is sick. Good for Chiz. That is sick. Huh? But that yeah. still so yeah, well, But that still leaves one. That's three guys. That still leaves one open spot <laughs> for another Yamaha Monster yeah. Energy athlete. So, and there is there has been talks where I have heard people who have talked to Red Bull that. If need be, they can release Ken. He's got another year or two in his contract, but if he needs to change something with his program in the next year or so, then they can be released. So, But I've heard that like the the intent is to stay where he's at. Like, right. 
well, deals that have been going out are just like, hey, let's just keep doing what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. But didn't we see a, a post that Eli was going to race World Supercross? Like one of them. Just one round, yeah. Just one round. Just one, okay, yep. yeah. Okay. Hmm. And but and he's also doing Paris, but that's separate from something else. So that's how, separate from the series. How many more teams are going to be announced? Because I've heard of a just couple. One. Just one more. Okay, I was going to say, I've heard of a couple other people that are going to be racing World Supercross that I don't see fit in any do team you, so far. Do you Have you heard of who it might be or who it is or who they're talking to? Or It's got to be some type of factory KTM team, right, Anton? Like I heard like that, that KTM isn't going to do anything oh, like that shit. with it. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, I just wanted to say props to that Butler Brothers and Max. Like, they're, they've been at every race. You know, we didn't think That's that true. they were going to even show up to one of them. That's and true. they've been at every race. Freddie Norn, he was back this weekend after his back issue. Still did pretty good, put in some good results. It's pretty winded that second moto. I don't know if it was because of his back or I don't think he's been riding. I don't know if there's much that he can do with the back issues that he does have. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, good to see him back at the races and just, I don't know, it's awesome to see, right? Like, I'm friends with all those guys. I'm friends uh, with Benny. You know, obviously he trains with Davey. You know, and Davey's, you know, a little bit, he was a little bit of the part of it. I think that. He's sore more towards the training side now. Yep. Derek Rankin is still just plugging away over there mm-hmm. mechanic-wise, you know, taking care of everything, making sure everything's top-notch. Uh, it looks like they – shoot, they might be having a gear deal here pretty soon. I was going to say, can they we get them a gear deal? They might have a gear deal here pretty <laughs> soon. I Yeah, they might have a gear deal here soon. So Final we'll, two rounds maybe? Maybe, maybe <laughs> so. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean – with with Benny putting in these good results, mm-hmm. you know, stringing these good motos together, which is awesome to see. We haven't seen it from Benny, I don't think, ever. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just cool to see, right? I mean, we don't need to see any more of these smaller teams go away because, right. you know, this this sport's already super small, and we we don't need to make it harder on all the riders, too. Like, we need mm-hmm. we need a home for a lot of these guys, you know, so. On that subject, though, Anton, have we heard any more rumblings about uh, Lane's team and maybe the Rocky Mountain guys coming back yeah uh i had heard yeah that'll be like a rocky mountain sponsored deal okay mm-hmm. and then also uh aeo for next year is expecting to get more support as well good okay yeah so, i think they're making a big uh big push um so that that might be good i wonder if i think they might even uh venture to the 450 class aeo yeah oh wow maybe okay i mean i haven't really talked to anyone but i mean hmm. that would be cool if they did that would be cool so, um, hey, hey, Ray, because you may know, what have you heard about this whole extra races at the end of the year deal? Because <laughs> that is a complete like change from what I was told it was going to be at High Point. So and High Point was when they were expecting it was to be announced. I was hearing it was going to be announced like the week after High Point. Uh, and so like, are yeah, you it's going to be this and this and this. Yeah, the combined series deal. Oh, the co- I've just heard that like there's going to be some hybrids in the middle of the season. Um uh, next year, I didn't hear about any other races this year, but I mean that would be awesome. I would love to. I mean, if they're going to add some more this year. Oh yeah, nothing this year. Oh, nothing gotcha. next year. Next now, year. Now, yeah. oh, I'm fixing to say I was hoping that they would make some more races this year. That'd be badass. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard. Race. I don't think there needs to be any more. Yeah. But uh, but man, I mean, I don't know. I like it. Um, next year, I'm. No, I mean, I don't think there needs to be any more this year. It's no, packed this year. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely packed this year. But next year, I mean, yeah, I, I hear that, you know, they're 
they're not happy about this World Supercross thing. They've they've been talking about this for years or a few years because obviously, like we all have heard the whole like, oh, outdoors is going away. There's going to be more Supercross races. You know, there's going to be you know like we're going to be doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, I mean, I'm more of a Supercross guy to begin with, but like I wouldn't mind something different. I mean, it's I don't know. What do you think, Anton? I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a change up. Um. I think that there's there's got to be some stuff that kind of gets corrected a bit, yeah. you know, just because it's getting a little long in the tooth as far as things go. You know, there's not really a lot of variance to what we're doing. There's not really a lot of uh, new anything like, right. yeah, there might be like some new social media shit that might happen, but there's really no other like, hey, man, we're, we're really trying to do something else. And if I the chase see... step is cool, the chase step is cool. I really or the triple crown stuff, not the yep. chase. Yeah, uh, I don't. I wouldn't want to see us like, okay, we're going to do this many races and then these last seven, it all gets re-racked or whatever. That would be terrible. Um, they just got to do something. And I think just better communication and better synergy as to like, hey, this is where we're all going in one direction is going to help out a lot. Um, but like to add more races at the end of the year yeah. when that's never been the complaint, but I guess now more people are like, that's never been the problem is like, yeah, we want to, we want to race more. No, no dude, the races that opposite. are already out there, just make them better. Yeah. Make those better. Why, yeah. why would you try to tack on any more shit? Like yeah. I did hear it, that. It's they just going to get complicated, you know? Yeah. I hear that they might like intertwine the supercross and outdoors. Is that, yeah, is that what, what you're I've talking been about? That's been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's been supposed to have, you know, that's been in talks for a bit. Like yep. even last year they sent out uh, a media, not a media, but like a fan survey. Yeah. And, that was one of the questions that was in it. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. That would be interesting to see that come back around. Um, and again, like we've said before, this is all things that has been in the works for, for some time before the world supercross deal even was announced. But, um, I, I just think like, that's what it was going to be these last few weeks was like, yeah, it's combined supercross, like supercross is one championship and then motocross is another championship. But then there's this other combined championship at the end of it. We're all just going to tack all of that stuff together, and that's it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so technically there could have been three champions in the 450 class through all of last or through all of next year. Hmm. And so then I got to the track this weekend, and then everybody was like, all right, yeah, so we're doing more races at the end of the year next year. And I was like, wait, what, you're doing what now? Like, so I hadn't heard. I had like one person had mentioned that at um, Southwick. But they were like, I had just heard this the other day, so I don't really know how true this is. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then to hear how much traction that gained in seven days was a pretty big shift hmm. from what everybody had been saying. But, like, I don't know. I think adding more races just to add more races at the end of the year that aren't very special just doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. if we can't get the issues that we had this weekend figured out, are sure. you going to start doing more stuff that, like, isn't there? Like, we got to try and perfect be... what we already have. Yeah. Right? yeah, and I and I think like say if they did do that, if they did combine the stuff, there needs to be, and if they do want to add more races or spread it out a little bit more, they need to have more off weekends. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. can't be back to back. You back know what? I, yeah, you can't be back no to back way. like a race every two weeks. Yep. You know, or, Dude, or something of that. Not even from like a selfish standpoint of like I want to sit at my house for one weekend, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it makes it so much better because then you get like a chance to breathe and then mm -hmm. be like, "Yo, what's going to happen this week?" Yeah, wow. builds like, anticipation. Let's yeah, or let's yeah. let's get back to the races. It, it keeps that fire going, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
And I think yeah, the- I think personally they need to have like a, a I don't know, like they you see it in F1, you see it in cycling. They have like these manufacturer uh, championships, right? Or team championships, like mm-hmm. the best team, like a team points leader or manufacturer points leader or or something like that. And I think that if they had that type of championship added on or like say like a trophy or something like something cool like at the end of the year for like a manufacturer or or teams or something of that sort i think it would these manufacturers would help like some of the privateers more because those points matter as well, well right they already do have that but they only go about what the highest finishing points is because then you would have this disparity of like well there's only two suzukis but then there's 15 ktm so how do yeah. you like where would that be That's a fair out. swing yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They do have that, and they even they even had it in Supercross this year where they tried to make it a bigger deal uh, because I want to say Honda won it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that's there, and that's that's the World Supercross plan too. They want to have a they want to have a manufacturer championship within everything as well. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens because the American OEMs like Factory KT or like Factory Cowie, Factory Honda those teams will be pumped to stay and just race in the U S to do more. Like if they're not going to commit to the series to like ship their parts to Indonesia and stuff like that, that's not their responsibility. So this is going to make do this is going to make this whole situation even cloudier to the casual fan. I think because yeah. they're going to be like, wait, now there's this here and then there's this and then this will like there, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. And I, I hope it doesn't belittle the championships we already have. Like I hope, Everything still stays. I mean, this is this same. is the I year just... of like the different, uh, I don't know, the different uh, like championships, different, different shit. Like, like you see Dude, it in golf it's... too. I don't know. I've been watching yeah. golf a lot lately. Like the yeah. whole live golf thing. Like, there's a lot of people that are pissed off because mm-hmm. there's, they're, you know, like they're just throwing money at all these people, and that's sort of like what I thought, you know, this whole World Supercross thing was because they were yeah. throwing around dollar signs like to these teams, like, hey, like it's a lot of money for and now riders like. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, so around. like, so, go ahead, A. Ray. No, I was just saying. So I feel like I don't know. It's like a a whole changing deal. Like, it, it's almost to where like it's something new. It's something exciting that I don't know. These people are thinking like more out of the box, I guess, and and trying different stuff and going with, you know, the changes of I guess the world. You yeah. Know? Um. So it's interesting, though, that you said the whole new series thing starting up because I think a couple of people know, like, I'm a big sprint car racing fan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so last weekend, big race out in Ohio, uh, Tony Stewart's track. But then, like, right before the race started, two of the main guys, like one guy that's the reigning champion in the biggest series in the sport, and then Kyle Larson, you know, the NASCAR driver that drops down and races sprint cars all the time announced that with flow racing same people that are hmm. hosting the supercross or the motocross races now next year they're going to have these standalone high dollar events in the middle of the week that don't conflict with the world of outlaws schedule or the all-star schedule or anything like that and that has been another like bang here's another series trying to like get involved and get the money and and ruffle the racing order championships in the world and all of that yeah but the big thing that i keep hearing from them is well this is the tv partners the streaming partners from flow dumping all of this money into this racing series and it is so comical to hear that while we are also with flow and none of our people are happy about it (laughs) so um all of that keeps going on and on 
there's a lot of money out there to be made. There's a lot of racing that's going on everywhere right now that are more and more people are finding out. More and more big companies are spending money to sponsor it. Like Castrol Oil is the one that sponsored this late model series that Flo started this year. That has been the genesis for that sprint car series to start next year. If somebody can link up and like get some new big sponsorship money to come into this, which is what the hope of having more races and having world supercross teams and all that is, we could see a lot happen. But if nobody's like on the same page of how they're going to go approach these big companies, it's just going to be the same thing that we've had happen over and over and over again. You know, it's just going to be the same group of guys racing the same things spread really, really thin financially and like in their work lives and everything. That this whole thing is great. It just has to be used the right way to bring new money into it finally, rather than going to the same five companies over and over all the time. Totally. Yeah. Well said. Something different. Yeah. All right. Well, should Anything we wrap else, this thing up? I mean, I don't know. Anton, you got any more to say? <laughs> no, I'm good. Sorry to go on that ramble there. No, that's no, good. No, that's solid. <laughs> yeah. Good info. Good info. Oh, you got a big pack of batteries. Yeah, I got 16, so. Oh, good. That's no good. more uh, weekly gas station trips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, I guess we'll wrap this thing up. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's Pro Taper Kickstart podcast. Um, Great job merch. hosting, Chase. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Everyone say, uh, uh, or just think about our, our yellow dad. Make sure he's all. All good. All yeah. Good send some positive vibes to Since, Whistler. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Uh, we'll buy see some, you next week. Buy some sketchy merch, too. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, merch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Later, guys. Later.